Welcome to the Let's Learn Languages Together podcast show, episode 5. I'm Corina Enake and I'm a language learning strategist and mindset coach to high-achieving language learners. And today, here at Radio Polyglota, I'm going to share with you how you can boost your language learning from the beginning by covering all the main language areas that you need to consider in your learning. At first, let's see what you should have up to this moment to be able to follow this example and get the best out of it. If you are here right now and you've just decided to really go through this exercise together with me, you should already be familiar with the main pillars that you need to cover when aiming for language mastery. This is thoroughly covered in the first two episodes of this podcast, so please go and check them out if you want more information around this. Now, I'm just going to quickly go over them and point some aspects that you cannot miss when you're digging into this example with me. First one, planning your language learning. Second one, structuring your language learning resources. Third one, tracking your learning progress. And fourth one, making it happen yeah, and really achieve your language learning goals. So, today, as you might very well know by now, we are covering the fourth part, making it happen. And in order to make it happen and really go from scratch to advanced mastery with ease, we need to have everything else set up to ensure that everything goes smoothly in your learning. So when you start with your actual learning, you should have the following already covered. Your timeline and a set deadline. Yeah. So take your time and really think about this. Decide how much time you want to invest into your learning and set a deadline for your goal. Don't rush and do this planning in a 10-minute break. You need to take it seriously and think realistically about it. I showed you in a previous episode how I recommend it to be done by using certain questions as well to help you align your language learning with your overall life goals. But this is not required. You might do this however you see fit, as long as you stay true to yourself and what you can actually give to this learning process. Next, your learning material and the main categories to be tackled during the first 8 to 12 weeks. Yeah, you should already have this. Here, you need to take your target language into consideration and you will have Bien sûr, grammar and vocabulary from the beginning. And this will be your main categories for the first weeks. And then you need to tackle the main parts for each of them, grammar and vocabulary, that are important for your learning in the first 8 to 12 weeks. If you are doing it on your own and you want to gather your own material, you'll have to do some research and find the best resources for you. I've explained it before, so you can definitely find all the details on how to do this too. And if you're doing it from specific resources, then go ahead and see what are the main categories and include them in your learning slots. What is important is to take into consideration that the same amount of time that you spend learning new stuff during a week needs to also be given to the practice part. Yeah, So be very careful when you plan your hours so that you can really commit to that. 
You're going to see in what follows exactly how I tackled the first 8 to 12 weeks of my language learning when I decided to achieve language mastery in one year. Okay, the last thing that you need to take into consideration before starting to learn is your review schedule. What does it mean? It means that when you do your planning, you need to include from the start the time for weekly reports, monthly reviews, and milestones. These are different ways for you to track your progress and to check your language based on the language material that you've gone through. You will know what needs working and what is already clear, and you will be able to also adjust your planning and actions based on the feedback that you give yourself after reviewing your progress. Good. Okay, awesome. We've now covered the main pillars. When all this is clear and set, you can literally start learning your language. Let's dig into it. At first, as I said, you have two main areas. Grammar and vocabulary. Grammar. In the first two to three weeks, your focus is on the basics. You should already know your main categories from your research, so you just need to make sure that you put in the hours to go through the material. While doing this, you also need to include in your schedule some practice sessions to work your language after every lesson. What does it mean? It means that, for example, after my students go through a lesson with me or on their own with a self-paced course of mine, they take the time to do their worksheets, usually covering everything they've learned about in that particular lesson, and then they also go through the homework, another worksheet covering their learning material for the session. And then we cover the vocabulary. That's um, thinking about the first 8 to 12 weeks of language learning, you just need to cover the basics here too. And based on the learning material that you're going over, you need to take out from every lesson all the words that are new to you. And how can you do that in the best way? Well, I love to have everything nice and tidy, so I usually have a different notebook where I take out my new words after the lesson using the general way of putting them there. In my languages, for example, the most common way to me has been to have the singular and plural, feminines and masculines where possible, and also the verbs in all their basic forms from the beginning. Sometimes you don't even realize how many words you get to encounter for the first time in your initial lessons, so it's best to keep track of it from the beginning. If you follow this advice only for the first eight weeks, you'll already have some good words to play with. Some learners prefer to also create some categories from the beginning and look up more words from lesson one, for example, family, household, school, education, travel, hobbies, and so on. And when they pick their verbs, they choose some from the same categories. Yeah, it depends. Once you've written everything down, you then spend the next few days reading out loud your words and going through the lesson at least twice until you move forward to the next one. Yeah, you really need to practice and you hear yourself. 
reading those words yeah out loud good so you're doing this for a few weeks until you see that you've covered your basics I don't go through the levels, for example. Instead, I prefer to have my own categories for the main stuff I want to learn and have it thoroughly covered from the beginning. It is actually up to you how you do this, as long as to you yeah, it makes sense and you have a rhythm. Now it's also the time to go and reconsider your planning. Do you have time every week to go through what I've just told you? If yes, Awesome, you can move forward. If not, you need to adjust right now and ensure that you put your right time slots into your planner. Good. After the first 8 to 12 lessons, you need to have your first big review, your first milestone review. Of course, you will test yourself weekly by doing your worksheets and homework and practice and reading and writing the new words, yeah? And you will test yourself monthly by doing your accountability check and see what's your learning status. And nonetheless, you also need to stop and review from time to time bigger chunks from your learning material. This helps you see what you've done right and what you haven't and adjust your learning strategy to suit your way of learning. Good. So after doing this for some time, you move into the next phase, month three to month six, when you really get to create your whole foundation for your language learning. You need to include in your learning the following reading slots for you to read the news or some articles on the website. Also practice your words that by now are sentences, collocations, idioms, and so on. You need to include in your learning writing slots. You'll start to use your words and your basic grammar that you already know and start to write about your day. You'll start to write about your hobbies, your plans, and your opinions on some usual matters. You'll need to have listening slots You'll consider working your listening skills whenever you listen to music, radio, even when you watch a film and you have it in your target language. Yeah, this is practicing your listening skills. And you also need to consider and have your time for speaking practice. Once you've done your writing bit, the first thing to do is to read out loud your writings. Have them checked and then practice the same topics in your speaking. There are so many options available for you at this moment that this needs to be covered in a totally separate episode, but you need to test and try out the different apps available for learning and practicing your words, for example. Yeah? Your pick. You get to choose whatever you like and whatever works best for you. There are also some grammar apps that are amazing, proofreading apps, speaking tools, resources, forums, groups, both on WhatsApp and on other different platforms. And recently, um, there's also a lot of online meetings happening and practicing languages together and so on. You just need to do your research and see what you resonate with. 
You also need to check some options, yeah, the real way and see what works best for you. Back in my time, for example, there weren't so many options and a lot of my learning and practicing was done solely by me, with the books, with the mirror, yeah, with some colleagues from time to time. But basically, I was doing the work. I was trying to find my own tools and methods to practice my languages. Yeah? And you now have access to so much information that you need to pick and choose. Good. Now, you need to start doing this after your first 12 learning sessions and continue doing it until you are happy with the level of language you've acquired. Basically, until you reach your language goals. Yeah? And what's important here is for you to always remember that this learning process, together with the practice and repetition of it, should be fun. It should allow you to discover yourself as a learner, see your way of approaching new things, in this case a new language, and have fun. Nothing is worth doing if you are not having fun in the process. And I'm not saying that you should be over the moon about practicing the same 50 words for an hour every day. No, I'm just saying that you should enjoy the process from the beginning throughout your learning journey. Okay? Good. So, you are all set. And you should also already have some good command of the language. Yeah? In this example, it's already six months in your language journey. So, it's now time for you to move forward to the next level and aim for advanced mastery. Your focus switches at this point from accumulating more and more words to practicing your language more and more with the resources that you already have. What changes now is the way you approach your topics. What does this mean? It means that you now learn how to also include your arguments when talking about anything and everything. You now learn how to express your opinions, in fact, how to state your opinions and back everything that you say, back it up with arguments. This is basically the part that makes the difference between an intermediate speaker and an advanced one. If you really and really learn your way of expressing yourself and start building your argumentative skills, then you can totally pimp up both your speaking and your writing skills. I will show you exactly what this means when we are tackling the argumentation part in a specific episode sometime in the future. But for now, you need to realize that overall, you get to find it easy to talk or to write about the general topics in more depth by using grammar constructions and syntax that allows you to express your own point of view. You also get to have a structure for your pros and cons and you're learning at this point how to best pick your words to also show a great command of your vocabulary and grammar. Your practice, you practice this for both speaking and writing and now your focus is more on boosting your skills based on the foundation that you've already acquired.
okay and you are also switching now to more challenging listening stuff such as language podcasts specific news segments more films you can find so many resources right now depending on your interests as well and what is important at this point is for you to get to surround yourself with the real spoken language, with the level of language that people use on a daily basis for any endeavor, which is very crucial in your language learning and progress towards mastery. And it is not that you need to understand everything, but you need to be always learning and paying attention to the way natives use their language and how they choose their constructions as well, both in speaking and in writing. Basically, after you've learned for three to six months, you've built your language foundation. So you then switch to work on building advanced skills and prepare yourself for the real world of using your language skills. We'll talk more about how to approach your transition towards using the language also in your field of work or for education, for example. There are several options that you might want to consider. And the main ones are option A, preparing for a language exam and getting a certification under your belt. And option B, preparing for a job involving your target language and proving your language skills during the interview directly. You can then also choose not to pursue any of these options and just start traveling, start using your language um, and get some skills under your belt by living the language, as I love to call this. Yeah, Choose to live your language, feel it, sense it, um, boost your skills and then do whatever you want with the language. Yeah, you can use your language in whatever way you might want to. The only thing that's important is for you to be confident and to build your skills the right way from the beginning. Good. For today, we're good. Having an overview on what you need to do from start to finish can be a bit overwhelming but it also keeps you focused and shows you that you have a journey in front of you and you need to be determined to really nail your language learning goals. We covered until now the four main pillars to help you get started on building your language foundation. And we have tackled today a real example of how you should spread your learning and how you should focus on your categories depending on where you are exactly with your learning. We will dig into the argumentative part more in depth during our next episode together and I'm going to share with you some specific examples of how I have put this together for myself and my students throughout the years to get the best results from the beginning. I love being here with you and I'm thrilled to share my language learning wisdom with you all. See you next Tuesday evening for the sixth episode of Let's Learn Languages Together radio show here at Radio Polyglota. <laughs>